Blog Talk Radio. Don't touch me. I'll beat your brains out. I mean, you can take a knee and try a 56-yard field goal. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. Let's get ready to rumble. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Gypsy. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Down goes Frazier. Down goes Frazier. I think that the NFL knows what Randy Moss has done with marijuana, and I think the NFL knows what Randy Moss does with marijuana. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Good morning, and thank you for joining me. Ah, yeah, baby. Top of the morning. Those of you already on Facebook Live, the millions, obviously listening around the world on Blog Talk Radio, live from Los Angeles. I am Alistair Conrath, and this is Tough Love. Dino, back at you, babe. Good morning, sweetheart. <laughs> Dave, Steve, the rest of you. Uh, this is this is my favorite day of the year. I, I, I can honestly say that truth. Truthfully, without a doubt, and most of you are, you know, thinking what could possibly be today, it's daylight savings time. <laughs> and, I, you know, everybody bitches about losing. You know, we gain, we gain an hour of daylight. And I don't understand why we just don't set them the way they are right now and just leave them. Everybody throughout winter always bitches about how dark it gets so soon you know, and if we left it the way it is right now, even the the shortest day, the the sh- day of light, we would still have light until about five forty-five or six o'clock. You know, because everybody bitches about it, like, oh, it starts getting dark at four forty-five, which it does, and it sucks. And so I just, you know, I mean, we don't have Steve. What's up? We don't have um. You know, or I should say, we have electricity now. You know, farmers, <laughs> that's what daylight savings time was for, you know, for the farmers so they could get that extra, you know, light during the summer, help with the farms. We have electricity now. We, we don't need daylight savings anymore. So let's just keep it the way it is right now. So, you know, it, it just it's, it makes no sense. It makes no sense. I get just down during the winter. So today, I love it. It's my favorite day of the year. Uh, and uh, those of you who are going to bitch about losing an hour of sleep, I don't care. Um, I just saw something on ESPN, and I have to mention this. Uh, on this day, they always do an on this day. <clears throat> excuse me. And on this day, back in 2011, it was Kemba Walker. Uh, taking that winning shot against Pittsburgh in the Big East quarterfinals when they still had the Big East and when college basketball was actually cool. Um, And when he did that, I'm pretty sure that was the game where I talked to my buddy Dom and I told him, I was like, UConn's winning the whole thing. And when I filled out my bracket, I picked UConn 
And sure as shit, baby, that's the year they won it all. Because Kemba was unbelievable. And he was unstoppable. And I saw it and they won. I rarely toot my own horn. So when I, when I, the one time ever when I win a fucking college basketball bracket, I'm going to brag about it. For years, years, eight years later, I'm still bragging about it. Um, okay, so obviously Antonio Brown gets traded to Oakland yesterday uh, and that's the big news i'll get to uh the scandal with lsu uh i don't know even if you guys have heard about it i'm sure you know some have some haven't um you know it's it's bullshit i'll get to that um and if i have time which i will i'll probably wrap up with why i don't think transgenders should be in sports (laughs) it's just it's fact um so anyway uh with antonio brown it's you know Apparently, you don't have to have a no-trade clause anymore, um, you know, to, to you know, because it, it just doesn't matter. And it's unfortunate. And Dave, yeah, Raider Nation, you know, I, I will say you guys better get an offensive line. Otherwise, it doesn't matter who's catching the passes. <laughs> um, but as far as the, the situation itself, you know, athletes, have way too much power. Um, you know, apparently all you have to do is whine and bitch and act like a baby kicking and screaming. And, uh, you know, I mean, you, you get your way. Um, <clears throat> you know, I mean, a lot of people are for the player and, and, you know, I am in some aspects, but at the same time, think about it in a business sense. If you are kicking and screaming and acting like a bitch at any other job, for the most part, you're fired. You're either suspended or you're fired and you just not, you know, get out. And in professional sports, we let athletes just get away with so much stuff, um, you know, because of the talent that they have. And I get it to a degree, but I tell you what, you know, I mean, I'm hoping that this situation doesn't have a trickle-down effect in the league because the NBA is ran by the players, unfortunately, because there's only a few teams every year that are in it. And to me, it's just not fun to watch the same teams every year. That's why football is so great because it, it is so – it's the parody in it outside of New England. The parody in it is amazing. And, uh, you know, you have – people going to so many different places, salary caps, so forth. But this then deal where he, he basically, you know, think about if you're Buffalo, you want to trade for Antonio Brown because he's going to help your team. He's obviously very, very good. He's a bitch, but he's very, very good. And so you're Buffalo. You want Antonio Brown, obviously, and you're going to give up, you know, something to get him. Well, all of a sudden now you hear Antonio Brown doesn't want to, he's not going to come. He's not going to report. So that obviously makes you not want to trade for the guy, you know, because two things are going to happen. He's obviously, like he says, not going to show, or if he does, he's going to be a malcontent and, you know, ruin the team and the locker room anyway. And so even though players, you know, some have a no trade clause, some don't have a no trade clause. You just by your actions, and it's amazing how Antonio Brown made out on all of this. I mean, it's just, it's 
unbelievable. He still had three years left on his contract and was able to, you know, complain to the degree that he got not only traded, traded to the team that he felt good enough to go to, along with them giving him a new contract. He still had three years left on a contract that he had. But Oakland goes and gives him a new three-year deal, $50 million guaranteed, uh, with the possibility of, uh, you know, making four extra. Um, you know, but I mean, I just, it's incredible. I, I'm hoping, like I say, that this doesn't have a trickle-down effect. I don't want to see the NFL be like the NBA. I don't want, you know, teams all of a sudden becoming, um, you know, irrelevant because players don't want to go there. I feel bad for Buffalo. Look at LaShawn McCoy. That's a perfect example of somebody who did not want to go to Buffalo. Philadelphia traded him. He did not want to go. He made it very clear, but wasn't as much of a bitch as Antonio Brown to say, well, I'm not going to show up if you do trade me. He shows up. He plays. He loves Buffalo now. He's a fan favorite of Buffalo right now. Um, You know, it's just unfortunate that these small market teams, especially ones with maybe a a stereotype with it, like Buffalo, um, you know, get shit on, if you will. And uh, I don't think it's fair that a player has this much power when it comes down to it. And I know there's so many people who disagree with me. But, you know, again, when you think of it as a business transaction, because as fans, you know, we just kind of get lost in all of it. When you actually think about it as a business, this doesn't happen anywhere besides sports. And we let these people get passes. And, it, you know, I mean, it just shows, you know, not to, not to go too like, I don't even know, but you know, they are role models and they do have an effect on kids, you know? So, I mean, what kind of a message does that send, you know, to somebody? Oh, it's just like, Oh, well, screw it. I'm, I don't want to do this. And if I bitch enough, I don't have to. And I think that's, it's just a wrong message to send not only to the rest of the league, because I, I truly am worried about that. Although I was worried about the Kirk Cousins situation, everybody getting guaranteed money, you know, contracts, hopefully that, you know, subsides and doesn't do that. But this is a different situation. And I'm, I'm hoping that it doesn't have an effect, um, a negative effect. And it's only a isolated incident incident with Antonio Brown. Um, As far as Oakland, (laughs) I mean, think about Oakland has three first round picks. Everybody thought that they were going to get rid of one to get Antonio Brown. I mean, he's 30 years old and in the prime of his career, he just led the league in touchdowns last year and had a great season, even with what was going on um, and missing the last game of the season and, and how all that went down. <clears throat> and, and Oakland gave up a third and a fifth. I, I have... I mean, think about that. A third and a fifth. And they they still have three first-round picks. It's, it's, and, and I want to say they have two second-round picks. Like, Pittsburgh, 
Pittsburgh had to been at such a a, a weak, um, um, you know, point or you know what I'm saying? Like they they had no leverage whatsoever in this. If they all they got for him was a third and a fifth, I mean that's embarrassing. That's I mean truly embarrassing. And so not only do they get Antonio Brown, but they keep all three first round picks. They get their two second round picks and. Oh, well, so we give up a third and a fifth. Oh, well, <laughs> oh, well, you know, I mean, again, like I told you, Dave, you know, they have to improve their offensive line. It, it's just incredible. A couple of years back, you know, when they got a simile and a um, couple other dudes, and I mean, they were on par as one of the top offensive lines in football with Dallas. And then all of a sudden it just crumbled and it, they're terrible. Simile is going to get released. Um, so you guys really have to do something when it comes to the offensive line, or like I say, it doesn't matter if you got Joe Montana and Jerry Rice, you know, throwing and catching passes, it just doesn't matter. Um, but apparently Carr and Brown have, a, a you know, affinity for each other, uh, which obviously is a good thing. And, it, you know, we'll see what happens. I mean, Oakland's got so much to work on. <laughs> I mean, they truly have a lot to work on because their defense is a dumpster fire, an absolute shit show. And so they have to get, you, gotta, you know, got to get better on the defensive side of the ball, your offensive line. Um, you know, I mean, your running back situation has to get better. There's a lot of things that Oakland has to do. Is this a nice addition? Absolutely. I mean, it's Antonio Brown. Now, keep in mind, you know, as a Vikings fan, when Randy Moss got traded, to, he didn't want to go there. And he got there and, you know, for two years, he was a malcontent. And it was a really, really toxic situation. Why? Because it was a losing team. How does Antonio Brown, who obviously is all about him, you know, and so maybe it doesn't matter so much in a in a Manny Machado type of way. He can be with Baltimore Orioles and suck, but still, you know, be good and get paid. Go to San Diego, who sucks, and but you know, get a ten year, three hundred million dollar contract, and he doesn't care. Uh, maybe Antonio Brown is like that. It it comes off like he's like that. So maybe he doesn't care about winning, and he can just go, you know, and and be on a Oakland team that isn't very good right now. Who knows, you know, what the draft will bring and how quick of a turnaround Gruden can make with that team. But who knows? Maybe he's just like, ah, I don't care. Whereas Randy Moss, when he went to Oakland and they were bad, it, it messed with him, you know, because when he was with the Vikings, you know, they, they were pretty successful. They went to two NFC championship games, um, you know, and so for the most part, they were, they were pretty successful. Um, you know, and then he goes to Oakland with a losing culture and it just gets, you know, turned around and then obviously gets traded to Patriots and sets records with Brady and so forth. Um, you know, so it'll be interesting to see how the dynamic of Antonio Brown's personality works. Is he going to care that Oakland's not winning? Uh, or who knows, maybe because the NFL is year to year and one year you can suck and the next year be in the playoffs, maybe that is Oakland this year. Maybe Gruden, you know, in year number two, is able to just turn it around and, uh, you know, have a, a competitive team and at least be competitive. Like I say, the, you know, 
not only does Oakland need offensive line help, but as a Vikings fan, the Vikings need offensive line help. So, you know, and I'm sure those aren't the only two teams. And so what I'm getting at is Oakland's got, you know, a need up front. Vikings have a need up front. And I'm looking at the free agent list. <clears throat> I don't necessarily see a lot out there, uh, you know, when it comes down to it in this, uh, to, for offensive linemen. So, uh, you know, draft well. Oakland, you know, I mean, that's just it. Oakland, obviously, with three first-round picks, how huge is that? You've got an opportunity to get a great edge rusher, um, you know, I mean, are you comfortable with David Carr? You know, or no, Derek, Derek Carr, not David, uh, Derek Carr, you know, because John Gruden, I would not be surprised if at number four, Oakland takes Kyler Murray and ships Derek Carr somewhere. If he's still there, if Arizona doesn't take him and ship Josh Rosen somewhere. Um, I, I mean, that I think is, Really, really interesting to see uh, what happens with that. Um, you know, so again, I just uh, I'm hoping that this doesn't affect the rest of the league, and you don't have people, you know, like the NBA, where you know I don't want to go there, and so they don't. Um, you know, and it's just that players can't have that type of power. Nowhere else do we see that, uh, and so hopefully we don't see that. Uh, you know, in in transactions in years to come in the NFL. Um, <laughs> excuse me. I, I had something. Um, yeah, it doesn't matter. It was about Antonio Brown, but it doesn't. So uh, moving on, I did bring up, yeah, I guess I, I could hit on it. It doesn't necessarily matter. Um, I wanted free agency. NFL free agency starts on Wednesday. Um, and generally there's a ton of like, you know, top, top picks, uh, you know, some big-time players, and there is. Don't get me wrong. I mean, you've got Le'Veon Bell, who, you know, is an unrestricted free agent. Anybody can go in and get Le'Veon Bell. Why he's number five on this list that I'm looking at, <laughs> I don't know, because Trey is number one on this idiot's list. Thankfully, I'm just using it as a guide to see who's on um, the, free, you know, who's a free agent, because Trey Flowers is not as good as Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell is only 27 years old. I mean, that's just incredible. And he is a free agent. Um, it's going to be so fun to see where he ends up because I hope, I hope he goes to the Colts. Think how great that would that'd be. And don't get me wrong. The, you know, that they had there um, last year did, did well. I can't think of their names uh, at the moment, but they did all right. But you throw Le'Veon Bell with how Andrew Luck looked last year, T.Y. Hilton, that offensive line, the way their defense played. You add Le'Veon Bell to that Colts team, and the Colts are all of a sudden really, really good. Uh, so that's where I'd like to see Le'Veon Bell go. I truly would. I think that'd be great. Put him on turf, too. <laughs> I mean, indoors, that'd be great. Uh, but there is a ton of good players, all under 30. But the biggest thing is I'm looking at Trent Brown. Trent Brown is supposedly the best lineman. Trent Brown used to suck, and then he had one good season on the, on, uh, the Patriots last year. You know what I'm saying? Or did they draft him? He's only 25. It just seems like 
Isn't that the dude from Oklahoma? <laughs> Bob just texted me. Bob says the Colts won't pay Le'Veon Bell. Bob, they've got like $100 million. I don't see why they wouldn't. Truly, I don't understand why they wouldn't pay Le'Veon Bell. Um, I mean, it's uh, – I don't know. Wouldn't you – I'm trying to think who the hell their running back was. I had Marlon Mack, um, you know, and he did really well last year. But he's Le'Veon Bell. And if you can, you can put Le'Veon Bell – dude, they've got $100 million. So why would you not make a play for him? Um, you know, I see, I could see Oakland who's got a hundred million dollars making a play for him. I could see Cleveland making a play for him and keeping him in the, the AFC North. That would be pretty funny. And going against Steelers twice, a, twice a year, him and Baker Mayfield. Um, and, you know, I mean, that's going to be a, so again, there's not that many huge names on, in the free agency market, but uh, you know, there's a couple that are pretty significant. Le'Veon Bell, Landon Collins. Uh, I mean, the Giants have got to re-sign him, right? You would think so, but he's unrestricted free agent. He can go anywhere he wants. I would kill for the Vikings. I mean, they won't. But to pair Landon Collins and Harrison Smith, <laughs> that would <coughs> – damn it, that would be awesome. But speaking of the Vikings, obviously they, you know, thankfully uh, let Anthony, Anthony Barr go to free agency – uh, because he is at Albert Hainsworth just waiting to happen. Pay, you know, has, a, has just a, a, a last half, had a good rookie season, takes three years off, and then in the, in the last half of his fifth and final season, uh, you know, on his rookie contract, he pumps it up and plays well to do the old, give me a good contract and then I'm going to chill. I have a feeling that's what's going to happen. He, I've said it for a number of years now. He is very much like Andrew Wiggins, although nobody is like Andrew Wiggins. Nobody can give less of a shit than Andrew Wiggins. It's, I mean, I don't even understand this. It's how did he get? Well, I mean, obviously we all know how he got to this point. It's you know, he's super uber talented in college. It doesn't matter, but I mean, and even in the pros, the guy's talented. It's just he's such a, I mean, that guy, oh, God, I hate Andrew Wiggins. Um, Bob says Colts will sign Flowers and, and Tate, as in the Golden Taint, <clears throat> to go with T.Y. Hilton. That wouldn't be bad. Um, but, yeah, Anthony Barr and uh, Sheldon Richardson, who stepped it up last year, um, but I don't know if he's worth the money. The Vikings are kind of cash strapped right now because of Kirk Cousins, um, you know, and he better, he better do well in year two. That's all I got to say. Um, I'm excited for the Vikings this year though, because you know, I've, as anybody who's seen, watched this for, you know, the number of years that I've done this, obviously I'm a defensive minded guy, uh, personality wise too, possibly, but um, you know, and I like, I just like running the football. I like being, you know, yeah, I you still can throw it around, um, you know, but I just, I like a, a running game. Um, you know, I'm not a huge Chiefs offensive, uh, you know, guy, whatever. I love Mahomes, but just that offense. And so I like the fact that I'm hoping at least that the Vikings get back to, you know, a little ground and pound, Dalvin Cook and whoever else that they got. 
um, you know, and, and shore up that offensive line, um, you know, and every other year, as sad as it is being a Vikings fan, every other year, uh, it seems like in the, in the Zimmer regime that they're, you know, they do good. Uh, and last year obviously was a huge letdown uh, in Kirk Cousins' first year. And so hopefully year two uh, is not only good for him, but, you know, as a sign of Zimmer's past, it will be good for the Vikings. Um, <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, I wonder where Elwood went. Elwood is uh, MIA. I wonder why Elwood doesn't come around anymore. Um, that's unfortunate. Uh, Elwood, Bob just said his sources are Elwood on what the Colts will do. And Elwood uh, is a dude who used to listen to the show and show up uh, every week. Um, and he's from Indianapolis, or at least we think <laughs> we think he is. I just think about all his Facebook stuff, uh, you know, and like, uh, I don't know, maybe he's in jail, you know, like for just weird shit. Cause he would put like collages of, you know, like either Colts quarterback or a potential deal or me. <laughs> I mean, it was just, so weird so weird that's why i'm going back off the grid i just i can't be found i just don't want to be i don't want to be found you'll have to ping my cell phone to find me and i don't know what goes into that uh but uh, i'm thinking you might have to be a cop to to do that or the fbi i don't think any of us are you know able to just ping a phone um, so, but yeah, <laughs> old Elwood, um, real quick, I only have like four minutes left, but I want to hit on this, uh, LSU situation. Uh, you know, their coach will Wade, uh, is suspended because they're, he was on a wiretap, um, basically, you know, talking about paying a kid who's on that team right now and suspended because of what's going on. Um, and, uh, you know, First off, if you didn't see it, check out the how the LSU fans <laughs> reacted to their athletic director yesterday uh, in their game against Vanderbilt. Uh, it's pretty funny uh, because they, they got pretty creative uh, in their chants. Um, you know, but it's, it, it's very natural for a fan base to, you know, get mad at, you know, the wrong person. And uh, there's no reason to get mad at the athletic director. He had to suspend the coach. He had to because of what is on the wiretap, because there are people investigating it now, um, because it's pretty obvious what he was getting at. Uh, and uh, he was part of a, a different wiretap with all the other guys who went down and went to jail. Uh, I think it was this time last year. Uh, you know, in the whole Adidas scandal and all the other people who, who went down with it. So the only thing about it is, you know, you, <laughs> you hear the wiretap. And, uh, I mean, obviously, yeah, he's it's not, you know, he's breaking the rules, but everybody does it. You know, that's why I got so mad when the you know, whole Spygate for the Patriots went down you know, or Deflategate. It's like everybody does it. Aaron Rodgers, you know, just openly said, yeah, I inflate balls. Apparently nobody gives a shit about, you know, Aaron Rodgers doing it or anybody else. It's just the Patriots, um, you know, and the whole Spygate 
Everybody, oh, I can't believe that. Everybody does it. Everybody does it. You know, it's just some people get caught. Uh, and, uh, you know, I mean, Duke, I guarantee you Duke does it. I love Krzyzewski, but guess what? I guarantee you some, some families have been taken care of. North Carolina, <coughs> Michigan, you name it. It's, it's just not everybody is SMU, possibly, you know, back in the early 80s with the death penalty and whatnot. Uh, but I would, I would, I would be safe to say that the majority, and I'm talking probably 99% of teams have tried doing something. The big schools, obviously Evanston or, you know, Evansville or, or, you know, Jacksonville state or Prairie View A&M, they don't have the, the need to get, the number one recruit in the country, you know, Duke, Arizona, all the biggies, they do. And it, it is insane. The recruiting and, and how hard it all is and trying to get these players. And so what I'm getting at is yes, he broke the rules. What's a shame is that they all do it. And this guy is obviously, you know, paying the price because he was part of a wiretap that wasn't even directed at him. That's the funniest part. It was somebody else. He was just on it uh, and just bad, you know, wrong place, wrong time. Um, you know, so it's, it's unfortunate. I, feel, I don't feel bad for him, you know, but at the same time, it's, uh, you know, oh, well, what do you do? Uh, but LSU, da-da-da, like 20 seconds left. I was going to talk about trans. 10 seconds, so I'm not talking about anything. Tough Love is out. You guys have an awesome Sunday. Fun day. Drive fast. Take chances. Blog Talk, thank you. Facebook Live, thank you. Bob, thank you for uh, chiming in. Talk to you guys later. See you.